Good morning, everybody. July 11th, a little after 10 o'clock on a beautiful Sunday morning uh, here in southwest Florida. The skies are clearing up. A little haze over the sky that's usually here in the morning time, but it is starting to burn up. Humidity humidity is high, of course, but uh, that's how I like it. So it works good. Another uh, day in the high 80s, low 90s. Field temperature probably be close to 100, if not over. So hell yeah, let's get excited about the heat, man. I love the heat and humidity. Um, glad to be here in Florida. Be able to enjoy the weather all the time because that's the way it should be. But, uh, you know, uh, something I want to talk about today, um, it's near and dear to me, myself, uh, is music. You know, there are so many different kind of musics out there, um, different styles of music, different things people like listening to. Um, you know, obviously pop, you hear most of that shit on the radio. And although there are some, you know, pretty catchy tunes, uh, it's not really my my style to get into, um, personally. But, uh, you know, a lot of people like country, too. Obviously, rock, you know, it's jazz. And, you know, lots of great different music. What kind of music do you like to listen to, you know? And uh, and what kind of draws you to it? What is it about that music that kind of catches you uh, versus, you know, something else that maybe doesn't? You know, maybe you really like country. A lot of diehard country people out there that, um, you know, it's they just love it. They love country and... Um, you know, um, yeah, they have a passion for it, and, uh, you know, I can appreciate that, I got some friends that are real big metalheads, too, and, uh, you know, um, used to be there myself years ago, but, uh, you know, yeah, they just, they love, love that music, you know, myself, um, anybody who knows me, um, can immediately tell you that I am probably the, one of the largest reggae fans they have ever met, um, I'd like to say that at least. I think people would agree. Huge reggae fan. Got into it probably about, man, probably about 20 years ago. Crazy to think that, but probably about 20 years ago. And, uh, of course, it started off with, um, you know, Bob Marley's, uh, you know, Greatest Hits uh, album. It's got, you know, Three Little Birds and One Love. And uh, uh, I don't know if Natural Mystic is on there. And, you know, a few other, obviously, Who's No Woman, No Cry. But, you know, Bob obviously started that for every, Bob was, Bob was such a special dude, and, uh, you know, I always, I always tell people, you know, that, you know, reading up on the things that Bob did, and his passion and stuff, you know, a lot of stuff, um, you know, obviously, reggae gets a certain stigma, um, you know, dirty hair, you know, these guys are Rastafarians, they obviously smoke herbs all the time, and, uh, you know, it's not the traditional thing, I mean, these, these guys are all extremely spiritual people, and, uh, and it comes through in the way they talk, it comes through their music, you know, it comes through a lot of different aspects of their life, um, you know, what the dreadlocks mean, what they represent, and, uh, you know, I've always been fascinated by the whole Caribbean culture, I don't know what it is, I remember, um, I remember being with a friend of mine, um, Andy Farley is his name, uh, he's, uh, uh, I was an old friend from high school, and uh, we were hanging out one day, and, and again, we were, you know, we had always listened to metal, and that was always something was in the car, I had the old cassette tapes, and I had, to, I'm sure he'll remember, I had the pictures on my ceiling in the car, and, um, and uh, yeah, I had a bunch of cassette tapes in back, and, you know, that's what we had, CDs weren't a thing just quite yet, but um, anyway, so we were at, uh, we were at, I think it was Record Theater, the Record Theater used to be a, a, a record store in Buffalo, New York, um, we happened to go to the one in the Eastern Hills Mall, which was uh, our local mall in our area there. And I kept, remember, kept telling him, like, man, Andy, I want to I wanna get something. I want to get something different, you know? Like, I feel like I've got everything right now that's that I want. 
Um, I want to get something different, something maybe we don't normally listen to. Try to get into something different. And I can't remember. We looked at a few things. I remember looking at a um, greatest hits of the Beatles. And, um, in fact, a- Andy was the one who kind of mentioned, oh, Joey, you know, if... I said, well, I knew the Beatles. You know, of course, who doesn't know the Beatles, right? But, but you know, I didn't really know a lot of their songs. I couldn't, you know, other than maybe a couple of songs. I, I, I couldn't know any of the words or, you know, how the song titles and stuff so and I was rather young um, I think it was I think it was actually probably actually now that I think about it more in the late 90s um, is when this all went down but anyway so um, he recommended the Beatles things all right well let's just keep looking and then he said to me he said Joey why don't you check out Bob Marley and at the time I don't think I had ever heard Bob but I remember when I was a kid my mom um, I was an only child for quite a few years before my, my siblings were born and and my mom was always playing like real popular music in the car um, during that time, early you know, early to mid '80s. And uh, like I remember, like Caribbean Queen and uh, Pink Cadillac by Billy Ocean. Um, uh, like the, for whatever reason, that that song and that artist stands out more than ever. I don't know if it just happened to be the time when those songs were popular and they played all the time, but they they stand out in my memory bank quite a bit. And um, um, you know, anyways, I. I I had this this draw. I've always had this draw to the Caribbean, and I've always been fascinated with it and the culture and, and everything about it. And uh, had an uh, opportunity to go to Jamaica a couple of years ago, first time, only time I've ever been, and it was so awesome um, uh, to go. It was actually, my brother was getting married at the time, and uh, went with my brother-in-law, and it was it was just a really good time. Uh, really cool to see some of the culture, um, you know, upfront and personal, you know, in your face versus just on a you know, YouTube video or in a book or, or something like that. So, you know, something really appreciated. Got to see a little bit. Obviously, we stayed on a resort, so it didn't quite get into the whole lifestyle. Obviously, a lot of poverty in Jamaica. But, but yeah, so reggae music. So we end up getting this Bob Marley cassette, right? And um, I remember listening to it in the car and immediately fell in love with it. Like, man, this stuff is really, really great. And, um, you know, listened to it quite a bit. And then, of course, it kind of started steamrolling a little bit. I remember going to my parents' uh, uh, AOL and uh, doing some more research about reggae, and, you know, I discovered Peter Tosh, and, and then, of course, Buddy Whaler, who were uh, original whalers, um, you know, in the group with Bob, um, you know, when they started off real early, back in the, I think it was the late 60s, and, of course, they did two albums together um, that uh, had them on the first two whaler albums, had those guys on there, and uh, before the lineup kind of got revamped a little bit. And, uh, you know, of course, Bob went off uh, his storied career um, solo, uh, solo artist with the Whalers. But, um, you know, I got into more and more um, different styles of reggae and learning that, you know, reggae just wasn't one. There was reggae, there was dub, there was roots, there was ska, there was rock steady. So many different styles of reggae, all were different, but the same. And, uh, you know, it was really cool. And, uh, you know, for myself, I started buying CDs uh, almost at an alarming rate. Um, I had so many different reggae CDs. I remember, I don't remember how many I had, but I remember telling people how many I had, and they were kind of shocked that there were even that many reggae CDs out there. People just don't know about it. Obviously, it's not something that's played on the radio very often, uh, you know, here in the States. Um, you know, we've had you know, a couple artists kind of break it through to the mainstream a little bit, put their own spin on it. Bands like Sublime, of course, did it back in the 90s, even though they weren't reggae, but they had reggae 
you know, tied in with punk and rock and, and, you know, they did a really nice job with that. And then you got, you know, uh, John Brown's body was another great band. If you've never heard of them, check them out. John Brown's body. They're no longer together, but, uh, um, they had gone through a couple lineup changes themselves. Um, but rock solid. If you like reggae or like the, what, what reggae music does for you or maybe the way it makes you feel, um, they're definitely one I'd recommend checking out. Uh, giant Panda Gorilla, Gorilla Dub Squad's another one. Um, more of the uh, American American style reggae. When I say, you know, it's still very roots. Um, and that's, by the way, that's the reggae that I like. Um, what kind of draws me a little bit is roots reggae. Um, I don't want to hear about, you know, I don't want to hear about gangsters. I don't want to hear about any of that stuff. I like the peace and love thing. I think it's great. Um, you know, and the message that these guys are trying to get across and, uh, you know, again, it's more than just, you know, smoking some cannabis and, uh, and growing your dreadlocks out. You know, it's a lot about what these guys feel in their heart and, uh, you know, you can definitely admire, admire, admire them for that. Um, you know, their, uh, their dedication to their, uh, spiritual beliefs and how it comes through in their music. But, uh, you know, one of my favorite artists, um, Jacob Miller, um, he was, uh, the original singer in Inner Circle. And of course, a lot of people know Inner Circle because they're the ones who sang the song on Cops, uh, the TV show Cops, you know, bad boys, bad boys, what you gonna do? Yeah, that's that's Inner Circle. But of course, Inner Circle and that song was way after Jacob Miller. Unfortunately, Jacob Miller passed away uh, prematurely. Um, they were doing some recordings um, and uh, he apparently was on a, uh, a run to go pick up some uh, supplies <laughs> and uh and got in an accident on the way home and unfortunately uh, perished in that accident and that was that was 1980 if i'm not mistaken um he's his final tour with inner circle was actually in south america um, with bob marley and the whalers there's some pictures you can find online of jacob miller and uh and bob sitting together and kind of reasoning together and maybe having us having a toke and uh just enjoying, uh, enjoying whatever they were doing. A couple of soccer photos. These guys are real big into soccer and um, like playing soccer. But yeah, Jacob Miller has got some really great tunes. Um, you can look him up. Uh, you can find him on Apple iTunes um, or um, you know any of the other platforms. I'm sure we'll have Jacob Miller and in Inner Circle too. You can find quite a bit of songs. Dude was a real heavy guy. He was a heavy set guy and uh, had a lot of energy, which made him stand out. Um, quite a bit, um, you know, at the time, and uh, yeah, he had, a, he had just a great voice, and um, you know, his music is, is, is fun, and uh, you know, definitely check him out if you're into reggae, or you know, hell, if you live here in Florida, man, why not always have reggae on? I think reggae is good any time of the day. It's good for kids. There's some kids albums out there too for any parents. I know I uh, I have both Ziggy albums. Ziggy has got two children's music albums. Um, I have those downloaded on my phone that me and my kids listen to sometimes. And we sing along to those songs. And there's some songs about ABCs and, and stuff like that. So good little learning tools too, by adding a little reggae music into their lives, you know. Um, but um, yes, yeah, so, so Jacob Miller and Inner Circle, uh, popular uh, favorite one of mine. Uh, another favorite of mine is uh, Augustus Pablo. Um, he was a uh, more of like a dub artist. Um, dub is pretty much uh, reggae without lyrics. Um, like I guess you'd probably say it. Um, can got to be a bit chaotic. Some great dub artists out there. Lee Scratch Perry is another one. He's been around forever. He did early early music with uh, with Bob um, and help uh, 
quote-unquote, we don't know if that's the case or not, but he did supposedly help write a couple songs on Bob's earlier albums. And uh, it wouldn't shock me because Lee was... Uh, Lee was a big part of the music back then, and he still is to this day. I think he's in his 80s, and he's still performing. I, I had the, uh, I had an opportunity to see him play in Buffalo back in 2000, and boy, what year was it? 2000, and I want to say 16, 17, somewhere in there, and it was absolutely magnificent. He came out and totally took over the stage, and, and before him, um, I don't remember who opened up for him. Um, I don't remember who opened up for him, but he he was by himself. I remember him having a DJ in the back, so it was just him. And instead of a full band, he had a DJ in the back who, who spun all the tunes. And then he had a guy playing the uh, the djembe drum on the side. Um, and he and it was just the three of them. And uh, like things that stood out, you know, if you if you know Lee Perry, Lee Scratch Perry, or if uh, if you don't know Lee Scratch Perry, look him up on uh, Yahoo or Google, um, just do some research on Lee Scratch Perry, he is totally out there, um, he actually burnt down his recording studio years and years ago because he thought it was possessed by the devil, so fair to say that Lee is probably uh, in another universe sometimes, but that's okay, that's okay, if that's what makes him feel good, I'm okay with it, he's okay with it, makes everybody happy, and keeps creating great music, so yeah, so Lee Scratch Perry is another one, um, Mad Professor is another great dub artist you can check out. <clears throat> um, yeah, I mean, so those guys are those guys are uh, those guys are really good uh, artists to check out uh, too, reggae wise. Um, other reggae artists to check out: Ina Kamosi, um, who had a real popular tune in the '80s, "High Stepper." Um, but uh, he had a lot of other great tunes too, and he, another guy that unfortunately passed away at an early age. He actually died in a house fire. Um, uh, the old tale has it that he was protecting his mother who was in the house and he was not going to leave her and she was not able to get out. So um, if that's the case, and man, God bless that guy for for uh, giving up his life and um, staying with his mom to make sure she felt comfortable because uh, that's, a, that's a, hell of a hell of an act, if that's that is. That's a hell of a hell of a move. And, uh, you know, can't say much more than that about it. It's... Uh, God bless him. That's all. That's all I can say. So, um, yeah, Ina Kamosi's another one. Um, you know, Peter Tosh, of course, he was a, he was a big rebel. Um, another guy who's not with us anymore, unfortunately, he passed away in 1987 as he was, uh, he was shot down by a friend, um, that was, uh, going to borrow some money that Peter didn't have on him. And, uh, and unfortunately his friend thought he was lying, but if Peter wasn't lying, he did not have any money in the house and unfortunately shot and killed him. Uh, another artist that you know uh, kind of went down. Um, uh, he was uh, he never would sing much about, uh, but he would say lovey dovey reggae, and uh, he wasn't going to sell out. He was going to talk about you know the you know, um, you know the shit stem is what he would always say. The shit stem, um, you know, wouldn't take over what his thoughts were, and, and uh, not going to you know not going to get away with treating his people the way they did. So. Um, he was very passionate about that, and Buddy Whaler, of course, just passed away earlier on this year. Um, he had been sick for a little while, but you know, Buddy Buddy made his Buddy made his uh, his mark on the world too, and uh, it definitely does not go unnoticed. Um, he, he, of course, wrote the famous Electric Slide, 
Um, people, a lot of people don't realize that, but yes, that is Buddy Whaler and the young lady singing on the electric slide that we all know her, her voice, um, as we've heard that song a gazillion times at weddings and dance events and so forth, uh, is none other than Marcia Griffiths, who is also a reggae legend and was one of the I3s that was the ladies' backing uh, vocal band, backing vocals uh, in Bob Marley and the Whalers. Um, so if you ever see those three ladies on the side doing their thing, and you're watching a Bob Marley show, uh, yes, Marcia Griffiths, who usually stands on the end all the way to the right, um, is the person who sings the electric slide. So thanks for that, Marcia. We appreciate it, your uh, dedication, and... Uh, uh, input to music on all different levels. It's uh, quite the tune. It's uh, definitely made its mark on music, not with reggae, but uh, just uh, other ways. You know, so you know what reggae does to you, uh, or what any music does to you. What, what does it do for you? What does it make you feel like? You know, what it makes me feel like it makes me feel great. I always like reggae. It puts me in a good mood. Keeps my spirits high. Makes me smile. You know, um, you know, like Bob Marley said. You know, everything's gonna be all right. You know. But that, that, that's such a classic line, you know, and something we could all, uh, could all use to hear, uh, you know, need to hear once in a while because, you know, we all have down times, of course. And after this last year of a total shit show on all fronts, um, you know, we could all definitely use that a little bit. I am currently drinking, of course, no alcohol. It's way the hell too early in the day to be doing that. But I'm currently drinking a LaCroix sparkling water. Does anybody drink these sparkling waters? I absolutely love these sparkling waters. Um, I drink them all day, every day. Um, so many great flavors. Uh, the LaCroix is a great brand. Um, if you haven't tried that and you like sparkling waters, try the LaCroix. The Key Lime Pie and Lemoncello are absolutely incredible. Great flavors. Um, and uh, yeah, that's what I replace. Uh, that's what I try to drink during the day, kind of kind of mixes it up and uh this way you're not uh, just doing the plain water all the time because i know that does get get a little old and uh you know sometimes you want something with a little flavor in it so uh, why not drink these there's no calories no sweetened sweeteners no sodium zero 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 nada nothing in there so drink them away guys drink as many as you want and uh yeah <laughs> cheers to that cheers to little croy so uh so reggae music, yeah. Who, who have I seen live? Who have I seen live? I saw Lee Perry. Um, I have seen a few of the Marleys. I have seen Damien Jr. Gong Marley. Of course, everybody knows him from Welcome to Jamrock, a real popular tune. I've seen his brother Ziggy. Oh, God, I've seen Ziggy a bunch of times, three or four times. Um, Ziggy puts on a great show. Um, Ziggy is probably my least favorite Marley son in regards to the music. Um, his music has gone a little bit more mainstream and less, uh, a less, um, less like, uh, you know, his, the traditional roots that, that I like so much. Uh, I would say probably second after that is Damien. Damien is great, but he does a lot of the new dance hall reggae and, um, you know, it's just, just not my thing. A little bit more of the rap, um, rap, you know, mix reggae. I don't know. It's just not my thing. Um. But then, uh, then of course you have um, you have uh, J- Julian Marley, who uh, um, he does uh, he tours with the uh, he sometimes tours with the, the current lineup of the Whalers. Uh, who um, uh, Aston Family Man, who is man that that guy 
Ashton Family Man Barrett is is one of the most um, man. He is what what he has done for reggae music, and uh, you know is is really a, the bass player of the Whalers, of course. He is still alive. He is kicking still. Um, he's not playing anymore, but it does look like he still tours with the band and, and is there for support. But his son, of course, Ashton Family Man Jr., uh, is the drummer of the Whalers, and he. Um, he, uh, yeah, I mean, he, he, he does a great job and, uh, kind of looks like that a little bit too. And, uh, um, you know, he, he does a great, great job. Check him out. Uh, Aston family man, junior, but, uh, um, the whalers, the whalers put a hell of a mark on music in general. So many people know their songs. Um, you know, it's, uh, it's one of my favorites. Um, you know, I, I like putting them on. In fact, I'm going to put some on this afternoon. A beautiful day. We got a soccer match this afternoon. We got Italy and England. Everybody's thinking Italy, which makes me a little concerned because usually when everybody's in favor that much, it usually turns out to be bad. But Italy is pretty awesome, and uh, they are definitely stacked as a team. And uh, it should be interesting to see how that shakes down um, now that uh, you know hockey is over with. Again, congrats to the Tampa Bay Lightning on their second back-to-back Back-to-back Stanley Cup championships. Damn, that, that's a hell of an accomplishment. And, uh, you know, now we're, we, we're, we're almost down to the NBA. Uh, that, we got another game, I think, tonight. Uh, game five, if I'm not mistaken. Maybe four. Game four, I think it is. Game three. What game are we on? Christ, I don't even know. Um, I don't know. Game three, I think. Um, we'll see what happens there. You know, Phoenix uh, Phoenix and Milwaukee. But that's, that's almost over with. And before we know it, we'll have just baseball. But good news, folks. Good news, training camp is just a couple of weeks away, and that means the NFL is right around the corner, and I'm always excited about that. Always, always excited about the NFL returning. Never like to see it go. It's a tough couple of months from February. I like to see them extend it uh, season somehow. Let's get rid of these goddamn preseason games. I think this year we're finally down to three, but fuck, man, you know, what a waste. What an absolute waste. It's a waste of quality time for quality games. And, um, that, you know, clearly your fan base craves. And I know the players don't, but you know what? These guys are getting paid a lot of money um, to do things that, that a lot of other us, uh, others of us cannot do. Uh, you know, they're getting paid a lot of money to play a game. And that's, uh, you know, I realize it's hard on their bodies, but that's a sacrifice they make. They also get, you know, paid a hell of a lot more money than most people will ever dream about in a lifetime. So I'm not personally as concerned about how they're feeling about that. They're just going to have to quite get over it. We need to add more games in the season. Hopefully the NFL will get on that. So what other music do I like listening to? I love the Grateful Dead. The Grateful Dead's a great, great band. Um, never saw them live or anything like that, but uh, um, really enjoy uh, what they have to offer um, in music. Uh, I like to listen to... Uh, I do get into metal sometimes. I still I still go back and listen to my quote-unquote roots where it all started, but... Uh, you know, obviously Metallica. Who doesn't like Metallica? They've been, God, they've been around forever. I remember my dad saying one time, Metallica sucks. They won't be around. You know, not like the Rolling Stones and all those guys. And, you know, <laughs> Metallica's been just, been around, uh, and obviously not just as long because the Stones are a lot older. But, uh, you know, they have been around a long time. They've made their mark and they've uh, had a lot of wide, uh, you know, they've changed their style up a couple of times and it's worked and hasn't worked. And uh, they've been successful on almost every one of their albums. And it's, uh, yeah, it's good stuff. You know, Metallica's a great band, and fortunate was able to see them a couple of times as well, which is pretty cool. Um, 
So, so yeah, um, Metallica, you know, uh, any kind of the old thrash stuff, Megadeth, Pantera. Hell, sometimes they even get a little crazy and like listen to the old Cannibal Corpse. I used to like Cannibal Corpse back in the day, and even though sometimes I can't get past the singing, the music content itself is just so strong, and uh, it really is. You can appreciate that stuff if you if you've ever been a musician, or hell, even if you haven't been a musician, you know, I, th- I still think you can appreciate that stuff. So. Um, you know, metal, I do like listening to that once in a while, but for the most part, I stay on the comp side, like a little bit more relaxed, I've gotten older, the other stuff doesn't excite me as much, you know, a lot of the reggae, the Grateful Dead, um, I do like some jazz, Jimmy Smith, Jimmy Smith is my favorite jazz artist, uh, hands down, no question, um, he played the B3 organ, which is one of my favorite sounding instruments, just a beautiful sound, of course, the B3 is also used in reggae music quite a bit, which is where I originally heard it from and originally sparked my interest uh, in that sound and uh, kind of fascinated a little bit, um, you know, with uh, with that, you know. So, um, yeah, that's pretty cool. <laughs> you know, it's uh, um, check out the B3. Check out Jimmy Smith. I mean, you're looking for a what a great day would to do today. Boy, a Sunday afternoon, you ain't got nothing going on. If you're down, down here in Florida, if you're not in Florida, you know, I'm, Maybe you're up north, uh, summertime is here, so it should be a beautiful day by you. Get yourself a cigar or whatever you like to enjoy and sit on your back uh, your back porch, back lanai, and, uh, you know, just uh, put some Jimmy Smith on and relax. Pour yourself a glass of scotch or bourbon or beer or wine or, hell, stick with the sparkling waters, right? Keep drinking the LaCroix. Fuck it. There's a lot less calories in those and better for you, and you'll even stay hydrated in the meanwhile. So... Um, yeah, what a, what a great day to be able to do that, and uh, who knows, maybe that's something I'll do later this afternoon, I do not have much planned today, um, so you know, uh, laid in bed for a little longer than I normally do, just had the opportunity to do so, and kind of felt pretty good, so uh, um, that took care of my morning, but um, I'm going to get ready to make an omelet here in a little bit, and uh, enjoy my late breakfast, but uh, I hope all of you had a great day, have a great day, and uh, are having a great weekend, and uh like I said, if you get some time today, put some reggae music on, put some uh, put some Jimmy Smith on, put your feet up, have yourself a cocktail and a smoke, and uh, have yourselves a good day. Enjoy the rest of your day. Thank you for listening once again. This is my third ever podcast. Still trying to get used to these things, and uh, I do enjoy, uh, or I do thank anybody who is listening to this, if anybody is enjoying these, uh, just getting started, but hopefully there's a lot more coming, and uh, again... Thank you for listening to Joey D's Den coming live from Southwest Florida. Just turn it on to me and listen to Joey D anytime. Have a good day, guys.